Hello, and welcome back to Practicing Human, the podcast where every day we're getting a little better at life. I'm your host, Corey Mascara, and this is officially the first podcast I am recording on the day of releasing. Most podcasts I record the day before or two days before, but I am getting home late from New York City. I'm back on Long Island, and it is 12.30 in the morning. For the record, my bedtime is around 9.30. So let's see how this goes. I can officially say today we're going to talk about blank, and quite literally, I mean today. So today is going to be part three of our multi-part series on the ABC model, specifically how we work with stubborn belief systems that don't seem to want to change. More to come on that in a bit. First, let's settle in with the sound of the bells. Make this your 15-second meditation. Follow the sound from that microsecond it begins all the way until it dissolves into silence. So, two days ago, episode 44, I believe, I introduced the ABC model, which is a model used in cognitive behavioral therapy. It's the idea that in any moment there can be an activating event, which we might think of as a stimulus. That's the A. Then we're going to have a belief about that event, what it means, how we interpret it. That's the B. And then that belief about the event will create some sort of consequence. This is how we react, how we make sense or internalize it, what emotion might arise. And in yesterday's episode, we explored that the main thing we can adjust there and work with is the belief. Because the belief is the lens through which we experience the activating event. When the belief shifts, it's like using a different lens. And when we see something through a different lens, we quite literally see it differently. So today we'll talk about just what happens when some of these beliefs are more difficult to change or we feel stuck. And this is in part coming from a question that came up in the Facebook group, which I'll read to you. Uh, The question is, well, first, hi, Corey. Do you have any advice on how to shift unhelpful belief systems when you can't seem to come up with a replacement belief that feels more reasonable, believable, helpful? So far, whenever I try to come up with an alternative belief system for something negative and unhelpful, I end up feeling like it's inauthentic or that I'm in denial and lying to myself about reality. I feel kind of stuck in this negative all-or-nothing mindset. Hmm. Notice, does this resonate for you? I know it certainly resonates for me. Much of the time when we're trying to change our beliefs or our perspectives, or even like trying to look at something more positive or through a positive lens, it can often feel inauthentic or like we're not in touch with reality or we're kind of just lying to ourselves or sugarcoating the experience. And That makes sense because we adopt these belief systems 
not really because we go, ooh, that's a nice belief that I'm going to take on, but because we quite literally hold it as the way the world operates or the way things should be. It's not usually something that we are aware of, but rather something in our subconscious mind that is subconsciously influencing our sense of the world. So when we start to challenge it, it can very much feel like we're just making something up, like the belief system itself is the truth and anything else is just like playing dress up or just trying to be positive. So I think it's just first important to acknowledge that, that some of these belief systems are really deep. In fact, one of my friends and colleagues, Jer Clifton, who's a PhD student, PhD or postdoc student at, uh, at Penn, uh, he's looking at what are called primal beliefs. Now, these he's created and explored uh, and can measure, but these are like certain belief systems that we hold as global perspectives uh, about kind of how the world operates. So an example could be, I believe the world is an inherently safe place. Right, So that might not be something that we hold in our conscious awareness from moment to moment, but it's a big perspective belief that we hold about the world in general. Another one could be, I believe people are inherently bad, or I believe people are inherently good. Right, And you could see how holding one or the other, this macro belief that informs how we experience other people in general and the quick assessments we'll make about their actions could really uh, influence our experience of other people in the world and our relationship to other people. So many of us, or all of us, are walking around with certain primal beliefs, deep global beliefs about how the world operates, how other people operate, a sense of right or wrong, good, bad, just, unjust, And those usually aren't perceived as beliefs. They're just perceived as the way things are. So when we start challenging that, we're pushing up against what feels like fundamentally right. It would be like looking at a car and then someone saying, no, I want you to believe that this car is a bicycle. We're like, whoa, what? No, it's a car. It's like, no, just... Let's try and take on a different perspective. Maybe it's not a car. I was like, what? All right, I'll try, but it's a car. Like, I know it's a car. It's always been a car. Everyone says it's a car. And that's what it can feel like when we're starting to shift some of those beliefs. It can feel inauthentic, wrong, or that we're just making something up. So I'll give you three strategies that you can use to work with some of these beliefs that might be more stubborn. The first is to just start with little small shifts that the belief is willing to soften around or the mind is willing to soften around. So let's let's take the example that I think I used yesterday or the day before of someone cuts us off in the middle of the road and then we have the belief that this person did this to me on purpose, right? It might be hard for us to take the perspective that... uh, well, this person's a genuinely good person and they're just having a bad day, right? That might feel like too far of a stretch and us just being positive. But a smaller shift, instead of this person did this to me on purpose, 
We might say, this person cuts off cars on purpose, or this person is cutting off other cars in the road on purpose. The only adjustment there is we depersonalize it. Instead of it being, this person's cutting me off, or they did it to me on purpose, it's like, okay, this person just cut off a car and I just happened to be in it. So there's a slight adjustment there. But if we can make that slight adjustment, even that, uh, we're, we're not going to take it as personally, and that would shift the consequence. And that at least starts moving us in a direction of seeing, okay, maybe this belief is malleable. And if you could make that adjustment, then you play with, well, what's another small shift? And what's another small shift? And what's another small shift? The, the main thing is just to start to see that these, these are malleable and they can be adjusted. So that's powerful. Just start with something small. The next strategy would be to personify the belief as like a being that you could have a conversation with and then ask the belief, okay, belief, I know you have this perspective, but what other beliefs do you have? What other thoughts do you have about this matter? If you were to think differently about it, how would you think about it? Now, in this way, instead of uh, antagonizing the belief, instead of trying to stand in opposition to the belief, instead of trying to pull another belief totally out of thin air that isn't even related to this belief, you're moving to the original belief, which is some part of you, of course, and you're blending with it, you're working with it, and you're asking, okay, I trust you, belief. I trust that you have a lot of good ideas. I want to hear what your other ideas are. If you could think differently about this situation, how would you think about it? And most likely, when you interact with the belief in that way, it's going to come up with something that could be slightly different, but is also a little bit more believable. So in the case of someone cutting you off, we go, okay, belief, so you have this thought that this person cut me off on purpose. What else do you think? What else could you believe? Like, Well, I, I think this person is an inherently bad person. Like, they're, they're a dirtbag. It's like, okay, belief, thank you. Well, what else do you think? Well, uh, I, think, I think they're angry. Cool, what else do you think? Well, I think they're angry because they're having a bad day. Like, okay, if you could really expand, like, how else would you think about this? What else could be going on? It's like, well, maybe maybe they got fired from their job or they got in an argument with their spouse. Cool. Anything else that you think you might believe in? It's like, well, maybe they had a rough childhood kind of like I did and they're angry kind of like I am. And you see what happens. You You just meet the belief where it's at and see what else it can think about. And the belief is smart. It's It also has multiple dimensions to it, and it's going to be willing to offer different ideas if you give it the space and you show it that it's safe and you're not trying to punish it. You just want to hear more about it. And in that way, the belief uh, organically starts to shift. So that would be the second strategy. And then the third would be, um, think about another person that has a different perspective. So in the case of someone cutting you off in the middle of the road. Think about someone that's able to be in those moments and truly adopt the perspective of, well, it's okay. I believe this person's not trying to harm me. Maybe they're just having a bad day. They don't mean it to me specifically, and I can just let this come and go. So, although these people might be rare in the world, um, uh, imagine 
what that person would be like. Someone that maybe you know in your life that is more closely like that, where they don't have to be so over the top, but would have a different belief system, a different way of relating to those moments than you would have. And try to associate into that person's experience and think through it in the same way that they would think through it. How are they coming to this belief? Where does it stem from? How do they think through it logically? If it doesn't make sense to you, how does it make sense to them? And when you start examining how it might make sense to them, how they might hold it as logical, real, practical, appropriate, that sort of association into their experience will give you a little bit more insight of how someone could come to a belief like that, and it could potentially give you more of an understanding of how you might adopt that belief yourself. So those are three strategies to work with more stubborn beliefs. Start with small shifts, have a conversation with the belief to see what else it believes, and then take on another person's perspective to see how they come to their belief in a way that feels real and plausible. Remember, some of these are really deep. They literally create the the fabric of your reality. So we're not going to listen to one 10-minute podcast episode, or two for that matter, and then immediately have it down. This is something that some of these really need to be massaged over time and softened. And you can trust the power of just being aware of these belief systems without even trying to change them is having having an effect. It's softening them because they're no longer uh, glued to us, to our subconscious. We're actually able to see them more clearly and holding them in awareness just themselves is powerful. So if you're really struggling, it's okay. Take your time and you could try out these three strategies that we went through today to see if that helps soften them too. Hope that helps a bit. I'll talk to you tomorrow. And until then, take care. Hey, hey, before you go, couple announcements in the after party. First, a reminder, I have a book signing and presentation here on Long Island, January 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m. in Huntington at Book Review. If you're interested, I would love to have you there. It's essentially the launch party for my book, Stop Missing Your Life. It's free admission, although if you want a signed book, they do require that you buy the book there, even if you pre-ordered it beforehand. So it's a small fee, but uh, a great opportunity to, to hear me talk about the book. I'll do a reading from the book. I'll answer some questions, and I'll sign uh, any book that you have. Um, so again, that's January 3rd, 7 to 9 p.m. You can RSVP on Facebook. Just type in Corey Mascara book signing and you'll see it come up in Facebook and just RSVP that you're going. Uh, Next, if you're not part of our Facebook group, Practicing Human, check that out. Lots of conversations going on there. And if you want free resources, guided meditations, book recommendations, app recommendations, my seven-page mindfulness starter kit, just text your email address to plus one six three one three three seven eight two nine eight. Ah, maybe you can hear it in my voice. My voice is getting very tired. It is past one AM for me. I think it is time to go to bed. 
This is the after-after party. I wish you all well. Talk to you soon, and take care.